Westlake's deriving two completely different novels from the same opening scene is a bit of virtuoso fingerwork that demonstrates the author's playfulness, as well as his interest in formal experiments. Another example, in Plunder Squad, Westlake has a scene in which Parker meets Detective Dan Kearney, a character created by fellow mystery writer Joe Gores. Gores included the same scene, told in reverse from Kearney's perspective, in his novel Dead Skip the same year. Part of the pleasure in cracking open a Parker novel is that you never know just what you're going to get. You know you're in the hands of a master storyteller and in the company of a fascinating character, but that's all you know and all you can count on. In a genre too often known for predictability, it's exhilarating not to be able to guess what's going to be on the next page until you turn it and see. Yet amidst all these twists and variations and surprises and reversals, one thing remains constant. Parker. He is unchanging, stable, and steady and calm, unflinching and unfailingly professional. He doesn't say much. Parker is more a doer than a talker, although when he does talk he is persuasive, and doesn't spend a lot of time in contemplation or introspection. He is a man of action in the most literal sense, and he acts decisively, relentlessly, and ruthlessly in pursuit of his goals. In some ways, Parker is the embodiment of the Protestant work ethic the consummate hard-toiling craftsman whose craft just happens to be robbery. He is intensely practical and self-reliant. From sleigh ground, he'd walked into this himself. It was up to him to walk back out again himself. He understood that, and he didn't worry about it. He despises wasted movement. It bothers him to do illogical things. He is troubled that all is not rationality. He has no patience for the frivolity and functionlessness of pop music and modern art, and though the man likes a certain amount of sex in its proper place, he disdains sexual excess. He is careful, calculating. He has a purpose for everything he does. He doesn't indulge himself or others, or respect those who do. He is not, as far as we can tell, a happy man. He's the best at what he does. But one wonders, does it give him any pleasure? This question would baffle Parker. Parker doesn't do things for pleasure. He does them because they're his job, because they're what he has to do. It's true that some of the elements of domesticity that began to humanize the character in the preceding four books ripened somewhat in these three. Like any tra